Hey everyone, it's producer Jake. If you're hearing this, you're listening to a free preview of our special episode. To hear the whole special and all our bonus content, including additional interviews and mini episodes, just go to our Substack, AmericanPrestigePod.com. Thanks. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the um, Espionage Act itself. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, and for my lay person's understanding, it's like what a very quite an old act. But maybe I'm I'm, right. I'm making that up in my mind. Where does it come from? What was it designed yeah. for? And everything sure. you wanted to know about the Espionage Act, but we're afraid to ask. <laughs> okay, you probably should remain afraid to ask. Uh, but I'll I'll indulge <laughs> indulge you for a few minutes, and feel free to cut me off if it really starts to get um, boring and becomes a snooze fest. But the Espionage Act is relatively obscure. I mean, it was it is it is old. Um, it was passed um, a few months after the start of World War One. Uh, its its origins actually go back a few years earlier um, to another act from 1911. The idea behind both of them was to protect military um, defense information, um, something that really didn't have any protection um, or hadn't had any protection for a very long time um, before those acts. So the Espionage Act was sort of focused on sort of that category of information preventing um, its disclosure and an appropriate use. Uh, but the Espionage Act gets amended a bunch of times, um, including a year later in 2018 by something called the Sedition Act, um, which further expands um, the category of information that um, cannot not just not be disclosed, but that can't be uttered by private citizens. So the Sedition Act was really, really targeting dissent, dissent relating to World War One. Um, and as it amended the Espionage Act, the two were used really aggressively um, during uh, and after World War One um, to prosecute dissidents, many of whom were leftists, socialists, um, the industrial workers of the world were a particular target um, of these prosecutions. And in fact, historians have argued that um, these acts were passed in part to target labor organizing by these groups. But of course, as you guys probably know, the IWW was also really active in the anti-war movement um, during the First World War. So it was a confluence of those two things. Um, the Sedition Act eventually We're gets We're actually appealed. the official podcast of C-suite executives. Uh, oh, you might not know. Raytheon and the C-suite executives. Uh, and, well, and Miriam, just well, so, sh- uh, the Sedition Act was 1918, right? Just to make that was 1918. Yeah, it. it ends up being repealed in 1920. Um, but the, the Espionage Act stays on the books. It ends up getting amended again a few times, including in 1950, where um, a subsection known as subsection. Uh, so, so we're talking pr- primarily about Section 793 of the Espionage Act, which is also what was noted in the uh, search warrant um, for Trump. Um, but a subsection gets added to Section 793, known as 793E, which um, has subsequently been used, particularly by Obama, to go after leakers. Um, again, this is not a subsection that's relevant to what's happening with Trump, but it is what has made the Espionage Act particularly controversial um, over like the last uh, 10, 15 years. Um so I'm happy to talk more about that, but that's sort of the general. Well, I'm hoping we can get on Obama's playlist. So let's not. Let's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no okay. bashing Obama okay. here. Nothing, uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened. So something that just leaves out.